Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to another edition of Free Men and a Little Virus. This is week number 19 and we're calling it The Dark One. And you'll see why, because there's some dark subjects this week. But uh, yeah, it's all there. It's, it's all for comedy purposes, so don't worry. Right, this week then, we've got things we talk about such as uh, Boris's speech with the new regulations of COVID, uh, the German football team that came a scupper of some of these new regulations due to the pandemic, Joker is 81 this week. See? Happy birthday, Joker. Uh, we talk about the Christmas restrictions of having only six people and how are we going to deal with that. Uh, we've got a face coverings conversation and also about the guy who had a very strange face covering on a bus. AMJ has a weird story of the week and uh, we talk about Mental Health Day briefly as well. And Paul's film review is actually done by Dave the Elephant. And it's uh, an interesting film, so stick with that one. And then we also talk about how Jar Jar Binks can offend everyone. If you don't know who Jar Jar Binks is, then um, you'll find out, and you're obviously not a Star Wars fan. But hey, uh, also, AMJ has discovered Terry's white chocolate, and uh, of course, orange chocolate, and things that Paul and AMJ are allergic to, which we could have some fun with, with an ambulance on standby. And then we end up with uh, a few jokes, just to make a change. Why not? So anyway, sit back and enjoy another episode of Free Men and a Little Virus. But first, a word from this week's sponsor. I am me. A man. A serious one. Moving through time. Through space. Through life. The features of this car are interchangeable with my masculine identity. Sleek, fast, hard, shiny, imposing to other men, totally unappealing to most women. I am the owner of a serious man car. What is to drive? It is to dare, to daze, to debase. To deceive, defend, deflate, defy, degrade, delude, demolish, denounce, deny, destroy, disgrace, dangle. Born alone. Drive alone. Eat chips alone. At a welcome break. Just outside Hemel Hempstead. Alone. All car. All man. All man car. Car of man. Manly car. Man. Men. Me. Please, look at me. My car. My manhood. My winky. Serious man car. Did anyone catch any, any of uh, Boris's amazing speech? Uh, no, I've just, uh, I've just caught up with it because I, uh, I was racing actually on, uh, on, my, on my game, on the sim rig. So I missed well, the actual... You... I, when I joined it, it was... And if we do these uh, safety measures and I went what safety measures <laughs> I missed it right basically carry on doing what we were doing anyway but he also <laughs> at one point called it COVID-9 which was a it... personal highlight of mine and he also said I don't I don't want to lock up the elderly which is great because it's nice to know that we've got a prime minister who doesn't want to lock up the elderly it worries me more that he felt the need to say that well, you know why? Because loads of people said, why don't we just stick to vulnerable and elderly and lock them up? And I love the fact he called it ghastly. <laughs> yeah, it's quite ghastly, the idea of locking the vulnerable and elderly up. It's like, yeah. but, 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 but why do you feel the need to condone that guy? Like, you should just be, you should, people should just assume you don't want to do that. Well, wow. several newspapers, didn't he? So, you know, yeah, and he is pure evil. Well, of course, the the main thing is pubs are now having to shut at ten instead of eleven o'clock because, of course, COVID only comes out at night. It does indeed. Yeah, and, 
Yeah, and everyone working working in shops now has to wear face masks as well as people visiting the shops. Yep. But, uh, I mean, a lot sense. of places did. A lot of places did anyway, but now it's uh, now going to be compulsory. And it's and of course the uh, the fine for not wearing a mask or for being in a group of more than six is now going to be two hundred pound on a first offence. Yeah, uh, even more and money. A, and a first offence. Yes, the first offence. I don't know how much. It didn't actually specify how much for a second offence. Does it yeah. double? Oh. It can go up to ten thousand pounds. Bloody hell! Bloody hell! What are you in here for? I was once in an S Club Seven tribute yeah. <laughs> in twenty twenty. Oh, people. Well, me, me, and the other six dwarfs. <laughs> 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 it's like, well, I was in the Sosolic group. <laughs> Blazing Squad would have been an awkward one to do as well. Yeah. Five are okay, though. Five, five are fine. Do you know what? Five can yeah. actually, they've benefited because they can take that extra member from S Club 7 oh, and form a band called Six, not to be confused with the uh, West End Musical Six based on the wives of Henry VIII. Brilliant yeah. musical. I reckon everyone should go. Um, all, all the Nor- Norwegian black metal band called Sixth. Sixth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's so much out there, isn't it? That joke, it just works perfectly. There's something for everyone on this podcast. They can listen in. They've got S Club 7. They've got Norwegian metal. They've got musical theatre. In the first five minutes, why it's... are you listening to anything else? Why? Why? Why indeed? Um, talking about... Oh, what was that? It's better than us. Well, and no, quality no. control. Yeah. Have you... Talking about the, the rule of six and that, and how you know, we can't have more than six people gathering. Have you seen about this German football team that uh, came a scupper of this? Yes. Yeah, they yeah. Really, Are you talking about the German team that lost very heavily? Yes, yes, the German football team that lost 37-0 due to social distancing from their opponents. Uh, yeah. Because they just kicked the ball and ran to the sides of the pitch. Yeah, yeah, because um, they didn't want to come face-to-face with... Uh, there, there was a, a member of the opposing team who had tested positive for coronavirus, but the rest of the team all were positive negative. Uh, positive, that tested negative. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I know. See, I'm getting all mixed up here. So because this other team were a bit worried about the other team getting uh, yeah, being being affected, yeah, they did the full full on social distancing as Paul mentioned and kicked the ball, run away. And yeah, 37 nil. But the only reason they did it is because in the German football league that they're in, if they were to forfeit a game, they'd have to pay 200 euro fine. So they just did the bare minimum and play the game. <laughs> but, but, but isn't that going to affect the overall score? Like in the league? Like surely if you've lost 37 nil. Yeah, uh, but sound fine, you get points deducted and. Also, then you have to go to court and all these things. And it's just easy because they only had seven players on the pitch as well. Yeah, yeah, bare minimum. Yeah. Just get rid of the goalie. They don't do anything anyway. They just stand there all day. That's why I was always the goalie. And probably you... why I don't like football now. I, I, uh, I only played football once for a, a department team when I was working for an entertainment company. And we lost 12-0. So, uh, yeah, it was actually a hindrance, me being on that pitch. I scored two own goals. At least you scored. Well, exactly. I mean, like nothing on the other side. But, yeah, I thought I was quite good. If the goal was the other way around, it would have been a good game. But, no. The goal was the other way around. I like that. Yeah, it's a good quote. Yeah. If the goal was just the other way around, we would have been up. Yeah, if only I... If if only if only that goal was our wasn't ours. Football's a weird <laughs> one with that, though, isn't it? Like people either love it more than they love life, or can take it and leave it. Um, you you're a yeah. big football fan, Paul, aren't you? Um, I I'm not as big as a football fan as I used to be because I think uh-huh. money's in the game, and um, he's lost weight. Hey. Uh. 
good. Um, no, he hasn't. <laughs> um, um, but I've, that's why that's, I've always been a Dover Athletic fan. Um, yeah. So you know, I've, I've, but I always used to enjoy following top flight football. But now it's, it's just getting so expensive. It's oh, over a hundred million pounds. Oh, there's people starving to death in the local community. But don't worry, come look at this footballer. We bought him for a hundred million pounds. Well, I I met I met Defoe once when I was uh, when I was driving for a big national um, coach company that get you places expressly. Um, I uh, yeah, keep losing your signal, Paul. What's going on? I don't know. Have you turned your Wi-Fi off? Yeah. Yeah. What about the thing on your phone? Ha <laughs> ha. Quick. That clown's back. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah. What did you say? When I was talking about coach company, I was uh, up at London Victoria Coach Station, and the the coach it was back when there was a World Cup or something on in, in the UK. And uh, I can't remember what it was. It was a Euro or a World, I don't know. But they had a National Express coach with uh, that had been signed by all the England football players. And some of the guys were wandering around. And, you know, just this, this fella came up to me because I was in the driver's uniform. And he was like, ah, he said, are you my driver for today? I went, no, not me, mate. And uh, wandered off. And someone went, do you know who that was? And I went, ain't got clue. <laughs> no idea <laughs> at all. And I went, oh, yeah, it was, uh, was Jermaine Defoe. There you go. And um, so yeah, I know the name now, but I didn't have a clue who it was. So, Very nice, yeah. Very nice Jermaine Defoe. I, I've never met him. Yeah. I would have been more impressed if you met him. Ah, see. Good on him. If you would have met William Defoe, that would have been <laughs> a very different story. I'd, I'd been like all ears for that. You met yeah. the Green yeah, Goblet. Sure. I would have recognised him. <laughs> you, you can't forget William Defoe. Worst, uh, worst villain, I think, in anything that actually nowhere near. Also, it's uh, it's our good old friend of the show, the Joker's birthday. He's 81 today, 81. So, yeah, so celebrating 81 years of causing absolute havoc in Gotham City. Have you watched, have either of you guys actually watched Joker? Yes. Now, I watched it the other day because I've, I'd heard um, like loads of good things and then loads of not so good things because a lot of people seeing it as a DC movie going, oh, it's going to be full of action. And then everyone going, no, it's a, like I've got a psychological thriller depicting how a uh, comedian who never got laughs goes completely bonkers. And uh, I quite enjoyed it. It's it's really it's as a film it's really good like it kind of plays with your mind and stuff and the ending oh, yeah. is really good but as a Joker yeah. oh the ending awesome yeah the ending awesome. is brilliant if you haven't watched it we're not going to ruin it but it's awesome it's a really good yeah. ending uh, I've not well. seen it I'd like to remind you two that I now spend my time watching crap films. <laughs> oh, but this this week it was your choice of crap film, so we'll talk about that later on. Have you still picked a crap film, even if it was your choice? Because that's commitment to a segment. You you told me it it couldn't be a good film. Yeah, but so, you could have just picked anything and said it was crap. But the thing is, I don't want to be mean to the films that I actually like. You talking about Joker? Talk about Joker? It's comedy. Comedy next Friday in Dover. Is that next Friday? Where's that then? Where's that? Is that the Salbird Cafe? Make sure you pre-book your tickets because obviously there's a lot more stringent COVID controls going on nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Um, Make sure you're out by 10. I don't worry, we will be because, uh, well, there's there's a big name who is coming to perform. Who you got? Mark Simmons. Paul O'Grady. Oh, have you? That's, that's oh, cool. Mark Simmons. Mm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a comedy in about 10 years. <laughs> yeah, Paul O'Grady's local and he's, yeah, he's good. He is. He's what he does? Yeah. He is. If he did Lily Savage, that would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'm actually going to... <laughs> We're not allowed <laughs> to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, still have nightmares now. Um, I'm actually going to the village that uh, Paula Grady lives in this week. 
Well, that'd be nice. I'm not going round his house. I'm going to a local, the local primary school. But uh, yeah, not going to his house. Well, maybe I'll swing by and uh, wave over the massive wall. You won't be allowed in anyway. Why? Because he's got loads of animals. That's more than six. Uh, hey. That's what I'm thinking, actually. You can have as many animals as you want, but not people. Isn't that like the uh, uh, introvert's dream? <laughs> uh, I'll be honest. I think people just start dressing up as um, as as uh, in fancy dress costume as animals. Well, there's lots of rough no over. Yeah, no, they're just dogs. <laughs> is, is that guy who dresses up in a Tigger onesie still in Dover? Occasionally, but he's got more yeah. onesies now. Has he? Yeah. he? He he was committed to that look. Like he really yeah. was. Like he, he he seemed quite quite with it as well. He has got certain mental health issues. He does have a uh, like a care assistant basically that yeah. uh, that. Is with him sometimes when he has bad days, but generally, yeah, he's no problem at all. Yeah, he seems yeah. like a nice bloke. It yeah. makes people happy seeing someone dressed as Tigger. Yeah, you know, that's a bit of joy. That, that lightens anyone's day. I tell yeah. you what, though, this this only having six people in the house. How many pe- how many people's Christmases are going to be even better where they can finally get rid of that family member they don't like? <laughs> like yeah, because these restrictions are going to be going on for six months. So that's like March, end of March, we're looking at probably. So yeah. that's past Wait, my, my birthday. birthday. Yeah, so there's not going to be any big birthday party for me. It's a good job it's not a big one next year. Is it your hundreds? Yeah. No. I'm not a vampire. Aren't you actually uh, being taken into the British National History Museum as an artefact? <laughs> yeah, with my mate, the T-Rex. With your mate, the T-Rex, just there. <laughs> they take slices of his leg out to count the rings to see how old he is every year, just to make that's, sure they're not miscounted. That's why I have trouble walking. They I've keep taking that. too many slices of the leg out. <laughs> <laughs> that's also why you've got a tyre swing tied to your left leg. <laughs> <laughs> Someone thinks you're a tree. Oh, it's going to be hard though, like Christmas is, but like so many people will use that as an excuse. Oh, let's get rid of Uncle Rob. Yep. (laughs) I'm quite lucky. I've got no family members that I wouldn't want to spend time with, but like I've, there's people I've met before where I think, well, if only I could have used this as an escape. Yeah. Yeah. I look back to a certain Christmas in Hull. <laughs> um, and do you know the annoying thing? That is one of my favourite stories that I ever have. But I can't say anything about it because it's the most libelous thing ever. <laughs> like, you know, when really? you just go, it's material, that that's gold. But I can't use it. I think you could if you change oh. people's names. Yeah, and the place. Yeah. I've already said Hull, so... Yeah, but the... Uh, let's be honest, we don't really watch or listen to our podcast. So if we do it elsewhere, they won't know that meant Hull. Through that. Just going So, obviously, talking about coronavirus and that. The Have you guys got any special, like, face masks, face coverings that you use? Anything, anything fancy that you've got nowadays? For a minute, I thought you were going to say, have you got a cure? <laughs> that I, I've just kept no it to myself. Uh, I go for the black face mask because it makes yeah. me feel a little bit like Bane from uh, The Dark Knight Rises. And it's the only... Yeah, it is the only expression I can do. It's all he said, isn't it, in the whole of that film. You'll think you can defeat me? Well, he he did in the end, didn't he? Spoiler alert. Yes, you can. (laughs) You stabbed me. Anyway, so Paul, have you got a a lovely face mask or anything that you'd like to use nowadays? Um, I have a personalised Live in the Dream live podcast, Three Men, a Little Virus face mask. 
Do you? Really? No, no I don't. Um, Why I, not? I did, I did price it up, and to have yeah. one would cost about uh, £20. Pounds. Um, if I brought 50 of them, it would only cost £25. Pounds. And I was very tempted, but I didn't know if I could tell Zan when that's why I was allowed to, to spend that much money on something very <laughs> frivolous. Um, there is a place in Canterbury that do them for £5 each. Ooh. We use the uh, the place in Dover, of course, the um, Glow Galaxy Art. She, uh, they're, they're doing custom printed ones down there. I, I did, however, the other... So when um, the ruling first came in, um, it takes a while for me to remember stuff. And I forgot my face mask. And I'd gone up to B&Q. Other DIY shops are available, just not widely in the UK. Um, and as I was looking for a mask in the car, couldn't find one. However, John, who who is my, my young son, um, his jacket was left in the car. So I wore it like a bandana across my face. I used the arm... <laughs> tied the arms behind my head and tucked the body bit down my, the neck of my top. <laughs> that nice. is amazing. There is so a photo. I, I shall send it to you both. So what are you... What are your... Um, what's your most commonly worn one at the moment then, Paul? Um, the, my machine washable one. Um, a pack of five for three quid at the beginning of it all. Um... It's very boring, really nondescript. Yeah. Well, I've got I've got a few different ones. I keep three different styles in the car for depending on what mood I'm in for the day. So I've got um, I've got a whole pack of the medical style ones, yeah, the, the, the blue and white ones with the metal bit on. Uh, I've got a a fabric washable um, black one. I think it's got skulls on it. I can't remember now. It's got something some sort of design on them, and then. Um, our my boss has just bought all of us upper management a um, mouth shield now everyone's going what the hell's a mouth shield well a mouth shield uh, it basically hooks onto your chin and then it's got ear straps and it's like a um like the wrap around sunglasses but it goes around your mouth oh and your nose it's but it's completely clear so it's perfect because we've got a couple of members of staff who are hard of hearing so they lip read so it's perfect for that but it looks really weird and the amount of people that look at you going they've not got a face covering on so that i have it's just clear plastic really weird <laughs> i also uh, yeah i also like wearing face visors no yeah yeah i've got a big face visor for doing the pub quiz i wore it last week uh obviously got to find out what's going on with the pub quizzes with the pub shutting early yeah. Yeah. Only to 9.59 now that pub quiz I know, I know It used to go on to like half past ten So it won't be this time uh, I did actually have a guy message me Well he tweeted me earlier saying Is it going to be a quick fire quiz this week? <laughs> it's like, possibly <laughs> <laughs> Never know um, But yeah, going back to the face mask There was a guy who Decided to try something a little bit different When he got on his bus in Manchester The other day uh, well, yeah. <laughs> man pays for bus ticket. Oh, oh man, let's keep those comedy stereotypes in place. Um, <laughs> but no, he uh, he decided to try something a little bit different when it came to a face covering. Uh, in that it was uh, it was uh, lovely uh, brown and uh, cream and. Uh, like diamond pattern on it. Uh, it was a snake. Oh, can so I also had, say you sounded like you were auditioning for Joseph then? Well, you know, I was cream and brown and diamond patterns. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. And his technicolor snake. Uh, his technicolor uh, snake. Yeah, uh, a lot of people. <laughs> I don't know, Paul. You tell us. <laughs> uh, yeah, this guy, he's uh, been given a warning and told not to uh, do this again. But apparently one one passenger who was on that said bus uh, turned around and said that he thought that the guy was just wearing a funky mask. 
Yes, before <laughs> uh, she noticed that the actual snake was moving and started to sliver over the handrails. Um, yeah, it's just a little bit odd that the, the snake didn't actually, you know, didn't go anywhere near people. It didn't didn't really scare people. Apparently, one of the one of the quotes was, "No one batted an eyelid." Because it's Manchester, and they're all hard and used to seeing snakes around people's faces, aren't they? Talking oh. of buses, did you see what happened to the bus at Shepherd's Well? No. No. It burnt. It burnt to the ground. Some Ooh. city sods were playing with um, lighters and aerosol cans. I went to too and, was, that uh, the, was that the boss that had uh, Ben's face on the back? No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a Bridges bus, no. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that one. So, I, I did see about his bus being you know, no longer there. I thought maybe that was it. But... <laughs> what a way for it to be taken out of service. Like, your face is on the back of that bus as it burns to the ground. Oh, Ben. What a legend. So... Was the was that was the bus in service when it when it was yeah, set fire to? Um, luckily, the driver was actually paying attention to what was happening behind him and saw the fire. Um, otherwise, it could have been horrific. I mean, the photos are available online. Um, if you type in Shepherd's Well coach fire or bus fire, you find it. Um, but it's truly horrific. Absolutely That's horrific. But, um, I mean. It seems to be a popular place for burning buses, though. Yeah. <laughs> because, I only say that because a few years back, when I worked for a, uh, a local government uh, department that ran buses and coaches around Kent, uh, we, had a, uh, we had one of our buses stolen. And it was uh, a brand new one as well. It had been in service for a couple of months. Brand new bus stolen from, uh, from Folkestone, uh, from the bus depot. And it was, you know, it had full tracking, all of the buses have tracking. So they, the police managed to track it down and found it just outside of Shepherd's Well in a field, completely burnt out. There's that must be a popular area. Was it, wasn't the driver driving that a, a Godden, like something Godden? Like, no? <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. No, a lot. I, I, do you know, I did a gig last year for uh, business people of Fanet. And my opening joke, which I thought this would be fun, uh, was talking about, like, you're not going to have fireworks this year. You don't have bonfire nights in Fanet. You just sat up, satellite to your building and call it Godden Night. And the look I got <laughs> from those people running business was like I'd pissed on their kids at Christmas. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> and, you, and going like... Oh, pardon, Paul? Said it was the Godden family Christmas that you were performing <laughs> at. Yeah, yeah, it was like here's a little joke. I think one of them was like from that ilk, but that's a joke, isn't it? It's just it, it doesn't mean anything. It's like even the police refer to them fires as Goddens, <laughs> and the fire brigade I, I just, refer to them as it. I've just seen the pictures that we've uh, also been putting in our group thing. Oh, so, yes, the snake, snake, and yeah, that lovely face mask. She's taking it to an extreme. <laughs> yep, yep. And your DIY face mask—that's good. Like that. That—that that is good. good with that face mask, Paul. Like, it looks well like done. you've got an extra mouth. You kind of look like the Cookie Monster on an off day. <laughs> Thanks on an off day. On an, on off, an day. off day. Well, well, that's—you don't want to be I referred like... to as a Cookie Monster on a good day, do you? Yeah, his job is just to eat cookies and be I like, really I like ignorant the, uh, about the number seven. This as well, oh, cookie monster. Um, I think though, I do think, um, now's the time to break out my ventriloquist act that I'll be wearing a face mask at the comedy night. I think it definitely is. I think if you don't do it, it will be a letdown to the industry. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> it's, is Simmons still going to do it? Is he going to be scared of the restrictions? 
No, he, he messaged me after it was announced, so I, I highly doubt yeah. it. Fair enough. So is he desperate for gigs? Um, he is. That's why he's coming to me, and I'm not paying him again. <laughs> um, but he's, yeah. he's desperate to get before um, Mock the Week, so... Yeah. Ah, when's, when's he back on? Um, his oh, filming... Oh, losing is... your signal again. His 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 uh his 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 thing is on in a few weeks time. Uh, he was amazing this time. Like the thing is, you see so many people come into Mock of the Week, and a few just like frizzle away. But like he really held his own. He was brilliant. And I saw him at Glastonbury uh, year before last. He's he's just stellar. He's an amazing comedian. Deserves a he's lot. Not more. stellar. He's Mark, not stellar. Not not Stella. Oh, that not be... anymore. He's had that phrase. That, that phrase has only gone. He's no longer Stella. He's no longer Stella. Stella. Do, do, do you want to hear my funny story of the week? Well, basically, Andy Hodder, Paul knows him, uh, comedian. Andy. I've heard of him. Yeah, and you've heard of him too. Uh, yeah. But a Facebook message going. I opened an old drawer at work, and who's staring back at me? Only bloody Adam Morrison Jones, and there's a picture of me and my girlfriend at Centre Parks last year in this drawer in Sainsbury's. What? No, no one, right? No one has had any pictures developed in Home Bay Sainsbury's, and you know when it's just going, how is that picture there? And one, what are the chances then of all people Andy opening that drawer? I so, said, I know him. <laughs> so yeah, weird. It just, yeah, it's really. I've been to Sainsbury's lately. I'm just putting your pictures in random drawers around the country. <laughs> I, 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 that wouldn't surprise me. Like, yeah, it's that. That'd be amazing, Paul, if you were doing uh, that. To be honest, the Gideons have done it with their piebalds. I'm just doing it with photos of you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what's going to be like the main thing on that to make people think life ain't that bad? Uh is that is that Calm's new tactic? Sorry? Is that Calm's new tactic? Just put a picture of me in the drawer to go, do you know what? Things are all right. It could be him. It could <laughs> be him. That's gonna I'm just gonna print out pictures with you could be him on. Phone this number. We're <laughs> <laughs> uh, putting them on high bridges. On high bridges. <laughs> just yeah. someone jumps off going, Hey, you could be this guy. Yeah. Apparently they're going to just broadcast your face on Beachy Head for the next 10 years. <laughs> I've heard this. They're, they're going to age it as well. They don't need to, mate. They don't. No, it's not the way it's going at the moment. It's all, I'm, it's joking. Like... I'm joking. I know we are. No playing. Yeah. Well, if, uh, if anyone is struggling out there, of course you've got uh, Mind and all the other, and Car and all those charities that can help. As uh, it's, we're coming up to World Mental Health Day, actually, 10th of October. And at the moment, uh, Mind, I, know, I don't know about the other charities, but I know Mind are doing a thing that any donations you do at the moment, uh, they will send you out a really nice um, Mind World Mental Health Day 2020 pin badge. And it is. It's a very nice pin badge. I donated last week, and my pin badge came through the post uh, today. Uh, if you just go onto the Mind website, donate whatever you can, and uh, put in your details, and they'll send you out a pin badge to say thank you. And a nice letter as well that says thank you for your donation of blah, 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 how much you want to do. So, yeah, support support all your Mind, Calm, all those all those charities. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and World Mental Health Day, 10th October. That's been a thing, like during COVID as well, and like mainly like I don't know if like anyone listening to this knows about Paul, but he does raise like loads of money for charity. Like that is a thing that Paul does. So like, and Mark, you as well, you raise a lot, and like I'm quite involved in charities, and I just feel that we've not been able to give that much this year because like my, my the, the only skill I have is, is really a microphone that and my gymnastics, but <laughs> and your to none. exactly, exactly. That's what's keeping those people from going on beachy Ebb, mate. <laughs> but, but, but I, I, that is like, that has been like when I was doing Jones's holiday parks and of course the Christmas gigs, 
was like, because I could donate some money to Calm. I mean, it's just that kind of thing of going, still don't donate little bits, but it's, I just, it's just felt weird not being able to do something a bit more substantial. I don't know if you're feeling that at the moment. Oh, most definitely. Um, so last month, managed to raise a hundred pound dead on um, for Click Sergeant. Um, and through the lockdown, I held a couple of online quizzes for charity. Um, but normally I'd, ha- I'd do a little raffle as well. And people accept crap prizes and still pay the same for a raffle ticket, even if it was a thousand pounds top prize, I found. Um, yeah. And the best way is we bring a raffle prize with you. And then people still spend five, ten pounds on raffle tickets. So, yeah, yeah it, there are so many charities. I mean, Click Sergeant uh, have lost around 70% of their um, donations since lockdown has started. So, oh, yeah. obviously, there's the worry of like anything you put on now is going to be harder to put on, it's going to be harder to do the guidelines, it's going to cost you financially more to put a gig on now than it would do because obviously if you've only got half the amount of audience you're only going to make half the amount of revenue if you're doing that for a charity uh acts need to be paid as well so certain person who keeps emailing me uh, wanted me to travel for two and a half hours for free uh that, that's for you <laughs> Matt, Matt <Potts>. <laughs> <laughs> uh I, can't, I can't say it. uh no, that was random. But but it's it's harder because like it's not like it's harder to kind of break even than to donate now as well. And that's going to be the other thing going forward because I would love to run what I run for free, but I just physically can't. And and yeah. it just just worries me a bit. This isn't funny at all. No. So depressing. Yeah, I've gone down quite a depressing road. And and it is a concern because, of course, um, every night that I do, apart from quiz nights, because quiz nights I normally do in conjunction with someone else. Yeah. Um, but the comedy nights, I always just put an envelope on the table and you put in what you want. Some people will only put in a penny. That's fine. That's all they can afford. Um, the the idea is that you get to actually enjoy a night for a price that you can afford whilst helping people in the process hmm. yeah. it's a good idea um, we'll get it back on track uh, or yeah. on track. donate what you can you know I think all, all the way through that uh, little story of AMJ I might have to uh, put in a little um, sad song in the background or something I don't know <laughs> a sad song which doesn't go back to the thing that there was a picture of me randomly in someone's drawer in a Sainsbury's. Yeah. Like, well, how did we get from there? If you do know how that got there, please tell me. Because I, I generally, it freaked the hell out of me as well, of looking going, that's us in centre parks. <laughs> Weird. Weird. And, and it wasn't even together then. Exactly. Uh, there was more, more confusion. The trouble I'll get in if anyone found that. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Uh, talk about trouble you're getting into Paul, should we do your um, film review? Oh, um, I need to I need to bring in my guest for that Uh oh, oh. Who's hey, it going to be, hey. AMJ? Well, yes. I'm hoping it's Barry Norman Barry Norman ah. <laughs> Barry Scott Bang! <laughs> Bang! And, and the jokes are gone. I give this film five bangs. Yeah. I'll give this film <laughs> Wrong I kind just, of film. I was offered BBC Radio 6, but I turned them down. <laughs> You're more likely to get Barry from EastEnders. Do, do you know, if he brings on Barry from EastEnders right now, that would be... That would be the pivot. We'd have to stop the podcast because it won't get any better than Barry from EastEnders. No, no, no. no we're going to be led for a big disappointment now, aren't we? Yeah. You are. However, in, in about three or four weeks' time, if I get my way, we will have a celebrity endorsement. Ooh. 
How good a celebrity? Let's just say this person is very well known in this country. That's Joe Swash. Town. Um, bigger than Joe Swash. Running uh, Keith. Bigger than Running Keith. He's not quite well known outside of Dover, I'll be honest. Lee Evans. <laughs> oh, um... Lee Evans. Um, not as internationally famous as Lee Evans. Larry uh, not Craskell. No. No, not not Mr. Craskell. Not, not Mr. Craskell, no. Uh, well, I don't know then. He doesn't. He never replies to any of my messages, so. No, he He's doesn't. Uh, He's, He's changed. Um, yeah, because yeah. he has a, a, an agent that answers all his messages now. Yeah. yeah plus, that he's actually busy as well now. Um, uh, <laughs> not really. Not now. Bugger all no, going no, on. No, he cancelled the tour, didn't he? Yeah. Got <laughs> tickets to go and see him at um, Canterbury. Oh. At the Marlow. Um, so, th- this week's guest. Barry actually, Gibb. I think, no, this week's guest, oh. I think you're going to be happy by. Barry he's, a friend of the, he's a friend of the show. It's oh, a, he's been on a few times now. Bloody Is it Trevor Field? He's, he's a big fan of AMJ. Trevor Feelgood. Trevor Feelgood. Not Trevor. No, I said he's a big fan of AMJ's comedy. Oh, okay. No, no, neither. The High Priest. Again, I said he's a fan of AMJ's comedy. <laughs> it doesn't leave us as much, does it? Is it he's... that bloke who sits at the front of <laughs> the Jones' Holiday Park gigs, never laughs, but comes every time? <laughs> is it is it is it Carey? No, it's not Mark Carey. I said it's a friend of the show. <laughs> and uh, and, and he did say it. someone who, who likes to say he wrote Adam Morrison Jones's comedy. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna have to give up. I don't know. I'll give you a clue. He's okay. two foot two. Ah, oh, is it? <laughs> Hello, Dave. Uh, oh, Paul couldn't be bothered to watch a film this week, so he asked me to do it, and he chose a really good one for me. Oh, which one is it? Oh, it's it's about animals. I was hoping it'd be walking with elephants, but Paul said there's too good a cast in that, and actually cost a decent amount of money to make. So <laughs> I I didn't watch it, uh, uh, but on, I do on, like. If you're because... doing the film review, Dave, then we need Paul to do the jingle. Oh, do you want Paul to do the jingle? He's going to have to. If you're doing the film review, Dave, Paul's going to have to do the, the jingle. Em's right. <gasps> you ready? Are you ready for Paul to come back? Go on, him. Go on, him. Bring him back, I suppose. Paul? Yes, Dave? It's time to come back. You, you've got to do a jingle because I've done the film review, haven't I? Yes, you have, Dave. Can you remember the last one you done about tag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you make it a bit more upbeat? Here's a comedy one, and AMJ's already depressed the, the listeners. You're all right, <laughs> then. I'll do that. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all other manner of people who listen to this podcast, on Spotify, it is only males, but elsewhere, there's females too. And whatever you assign yourself to, here is the jingle. It's time for Dave the Elephant, with his amazing... Film review. Film review with Dave. I like it. Available for all children's entertainment venues. Right. So this week, Paul set me a challenge. He said, Dave, you've got to watch a film. And I'll be honest, because he wouldn't let me watch Walking with Elephants, but it had a good cast. It had a lovely lady in it, but he did also have Robert Patterson, and I was afraid he might bite my neck. So, uh, but oh, he, he might die as a wizard and come back as a vampire. I'm very confused that how he he loves the elephants, but he's a vampire and a dead wizard. Yeah, and how can he die if he's a vampire? Oh. And he's a Batman as well. What? And he's a Batman as well. Batman he will be. No, he can't be, because he got the COVID. And they had to stop the filming. He got the COVID. 
Uh, yeah, it's because because Batman only has a mask that covers his eyes, not his mouth and nose. Yeah. The, the irony just, of that. Just like most people that I see, right, Wally's in the shops. Well, they <laughs> wear it over their chin. Well, he's not. He's not a beard snood, you silly sausage. <laughs> definitely ain't. You need to tell him, Dave. You need to walk up to him and say it's not a beard snood. Uh, beard snood. Wear it correctly. Yeah, if they don't do it, I'll toot in their face. <laughs> you will toot in their face. So I've seen it happen before. You've you got a temper. I will. You're only two foot two. You're going to have to jump if you want to do that in their face. I'll be in their trolley, you silly sod. Uh, fair enough. Sometimes my Depends trunk coils. Supermarket Sorry? It depends what supermarket you're at. They've all got trolleys, mate. Yeah, but they're different heights, aren't they? Well, if it comes to, I use French sticks as stilts, all right. (laughs) All right, fair play, Dave, you've got me there. Good idea. French sticks as stilts. I'll be honest, I'm quite proud of saying that. Yeah, it's good. You should be that. Write that one down. Write that down. Write it down. But so, so this film... That Paul's made me watch, and you wouldn't let me watch it. Little Walking Red Elephants, because it's a good cast and, and actually spent a bit of money on it. But this this film's got Terry Jones and Alan Rickman in it. Mm. And I, I like them. Well, I liked them. They're both dead now. The films the films are in are still good, so you can still like them. Yeah, and this film I really did like. Now, amazingly, it was originally filmed in Danish, and and then it's filmed in German. And then it was filmed in English. Yeah. And it cost 101 million DKKs to make. What's that in English? Donkey Danish crown. Oh. Yeah, so what is, what's that convert to for British pounds? Let's have a look. If we go with US dollars, it's 18 million US dollars. So it's not a lot for a film. 18 especially, million? Especially when it only made 5.6 million dollars back yeah that's not the best comeback is it all right 18 million uh 18 million us dollars i'm just doing the conversion right now on my on my mobile telecommunication device so 18 million dollars is 14 million pounds yeah there's a lot of money but not for a film no it's a lot of money for this podcast, but then again, eighteen pounds I think might be a bit too much for the budget of this podcast. Sometimes, <laughs> for all those starving children out in the street. Never mind, we'll spend eighteen million dollars on this film instead. Still, yeah. it'll, it'll fill their bellies. The happiness that this will show, won't it? Depends what the film is. I'm a bit disillusioned at the moment. Um, it's help. I'm a fish. Oh, that's one of the greatest films ever made. Help. I'm a fish. Little yellow fish. I'm a little yellow fish in the deep blue sea. Won't somebody help me? MJ, were you in it? I was. That's why I lost somebody. Is that why you've not had a proper job in the last 20 years? Because you've just been able to spend money from this. Yeah, just living off the help of a fish royalties. When did it come out, then? 2001 in... Well, in Denmark, it was 2000. 2001 in the United Kingdom. And 2006 in in the United States. 19 years ago. Don't say that. What's the the film all about, then? It's about a little yellow fish. I need your help. He's he's called Fly. Yeah, he's called Fly. He's impulsive, and he he lives he lives with his family, and the, the parents go out, and their baby's sat by their aunt and her son, who who's cautious, but he's a bit plump. What I'm trying to say is he's very overweight, but he's a prodigy. He's clever. He's a bit fat, and I'm just worried about his cholesterol. He needs to drink some Actimal, but I don't know oh, how that works. Um, and they stumble 
that they, they get caught in a high tide um, oh, because somebody's gone fishing. It's a bit strange. It's a bit strange because they go out, they go out fishing, yeah? They go out fishing and that's when they fall into the fish because they were humans to begin with and then they become a fish. Uh, is it CGI or animated? Animation. It looks okay. amazing, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Ooh. I'll be honest, the animation's actually really good. It's a really good film. Um, so I, I've told you what happens at the beginning. They, they meet a shark. They meet a crab. The crab is called the king. The shark meets the crab and it eats the crab. Oh, spoiler alert. And, you know, it's, it is really good. Um, it, it made me think of the time of when I went swimming once in, in the fish. In the fish sea, see. In the fish sea. Yeah, the fish sea. There's, there's the fish, so I call it the fish sea. Uh, and I once went to Margate, and that's the poo sea. That is yeah. the poo sea. It is. It is indeed. What we talked about last week. But what, what I did find interesting is, um, because I, I thought they sounded slightly similar, the king crab and the shark, they're voiced by the same person. Oh. Yeah, David Bateson. I don't know him. He's more known for being the voice of Agent 47 from the video game series Hitman. Ah, okay. Yeah. Now you're interested, aren't you? Yeah. So where can people watch this film? Um, Well, I watched it on DVD... But I believe it's available on Amazon Prime, Netflix, and the YouTubes. Ooh. And uh, Silver Screen Cinema and Dover have just got it in as one of their big new films. MJ, <laughs> I'm joking. Yep. They're never going to sponsor us next no. year. I'm only joking. It's only because I love it so much that I joke about it. You best do. I do. I love. I love. Dover Silver Screen Cinema, yeah. the only true cinema in Dover. So, what uh, what uh, score are you going to give this, Dave? Oh, what what am I going to give it? Mm. Um, hold on, I've not told you about the rest of it yet. Oh God, then there's more. Yeah, a lot happens in the middle, and it ends up with someone riding a horse. It's really fun. Um, it made me laugh. It made me smile. There's a few teary moments. Do you agree, MJ? A few teary moments. There was a few teary moments. Yeah, it's got an amazing song to it. It's got an amazing song, amazing music. I'm going to give this nine trumping trunks. Ooh. Good Thanks score. Yeah. Really good. Very good. I'd probably say it's my favourite film about a, a boy that turns into a fish. Is there is there many others? The Incredible Met. Mr. Pitt. Oh, yes. 1964. And uh, and 1995's The Boy Who Turns Into a Fish. Yeah. Is Starring that... Macaulay Corkin as the fish. And Donald Trump as the shark. Brilliant film. Oh, let's get a bit political. <laughs> I love the way that Mark, you clearly said that in a way which was referencing Home Alone 2 but exactly. it in such a way he's <laughs> <laughs> an awful orange predator what? he's uh, no. an awful yes. orange he, predator is he, he plays, the Tango man? he plays a giant clownfish <clears throat> orange and a clown yeah, was, I was reading a thing like there was a president. Oh, he Congratulations! Well done. Right? Well done. Right? Was it? Was uh, it one fish, two fish, three fish, four? Yeah. Uh, so he, he must have read it. He knows the next line. I do. I don't know what <laughs> happened. Next one. Next one would be cat and yat. It, well, well, I'm not pushing myself that far forward. Oh, I think there's a hatching hat. Hat. Cat. Uh, cat in the at. Yeah. Cat in the attic. It's like no. cash in the attic, but it's cats, and you try and sell dead cats for as much money as you can. 
BBC vehicle. I reckon they'll ring you soon. Or the Star Wars one, Cat in the at at <laughs> Where it's just cats controlling massive uh, mechanical... I don't Sounds know what the, the, the term is for them. I don't want to upset any Star Wars fans. It's, it's a walker. Do you know what, guys? I really love Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, he's my favourite character. Oh, I think he's great. I've learnt very easily and very early on in life, if you say Jar Jar Binks is my favourite character to a real Star Wars fan, you've lost the rest of your day. How would? That's what he does. Misa gonna go over here. All right, little Vietnam woman. Are you in the... His voice, everything about Jar Jar Binks is just terrible. It's Brilliant. total racial, like, it, it's just, it's chaos. When you say yeah. it's racial, it f- manages to offend everyone, which yeah. takes some doing. It's not just one group, it's everyone. And to do that, <laughs> one like, thing is, that is either impressive or horrible at the same time. I don't know. Well, I, I love him. You love him. I, uh, I had a Jar Jar Binks <laughs> Who is your favourite uh, character of all time, Dave? In what? In, in science fiction. In science fiction, it's got to be Johnny Five. Johnny Five, yes, yeah, good one actually. He's alive. Yeah, and he's like me; he remembers stuff. Yeah, yeah. talk about racial profiling, <laughs> short circuit. We're just talking about the robot, not Blimey. the engine inventor. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's uh, overacting. That's a hard watch now. <laughs> it is nowadays. It is. Oh, you can't dear. watch that back thinking, oh, it makes me feel uncomfortable. What's yeah. the one where he, where he's like in the city? Is that two or, or one? Uh, I can't remember now. Tell me more about what happens. Uh, he basically, Johnny Five turns up in a warehouse. Number one. Oh, and when he just goes around the city and they're making the little Johnny Fives. Yeah, and then he gets beaten up and, and he's about to die and lose his memory his memory circuit. And then, oh, Johnny Five is alive! Yeah! It is, it is, it is, it is a masterpiece that you can't really enjoy as much as you used to. Of course you Still, you know what I watched uh, yesterday, day before, a film that I haven't seen for absolutely ages, and it came on the Sci-Fi Channel. Flight of the Navigator. Oh, there's a film. An awesome film. Came out in 1986. I haven't seen it in years, and it was shorter than I remembered, but uh, still really good. And I still like the little cute alien that um, stays with the lad. I bet you remember it first time round, don't you? I, I do actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I even had a, a little teddy of the little, the cute little alien that he uh, that he keeps. I had one of those. I can't uh, say anything, but I wasn't even born in '86. <sighs> I, I I was. That was the year I was born. <laughs> I was born in 1972. No, you, you've got older. Yep, I'm not very good at maths either. Is that is it? Is that you get out of jail clause for that? She says. If anyone tries to follow your backstory by listening to these, we are screwed. Have you seen the news? Yeah. (laughs) That's my thing. Oh yes. (laughs) But no, talking of news, have we got one last news story that we can uh, chat about to wrap up this week's show? Who who wants to go? Right after. Possibly one of the worst years I've ever had in my life. Two things have happened this week that have made things a bit more bearable to be alive. Andy Hodder mm-hmm. finding that photo of you. That, that's up there. The, the, the jury's still out on that and that, why they had that boat in the draw. And who worked there who may have had it? I told uh, you. you and, and why it was sticky. And why it was sticky. Yeah, sorry about that. Dave was eating cream buns at the time. Yeah, and what had the Lord's Prayer written on the back of it for some reason? Uh, (laughs) That wasn't a prayer. That that was an incant. It was an incantation trying to get rid of you. 
Oh, fair play. <laughs> <laughs> there was also a small, a small candle and some uh, some incense and stuff in there as well. I we've gone to a very dark <laughs> place tonight. Like literally, the level of darkness. <laughs> this I needs to be the dark <laughs> So, the the one thing that isn't dark at the moment, Terry's got the orange. The sun is never dark. Uh, Unlike Richard Hawkins. I know, Justin Hawkins. Or Stephen Hawkins. He's very dark. He's underground. Nice call back to last week. But um, anyway. So, basically, the good people at Terry's, at Terry's, who make the great chocolate oranges, have released a white chocolate orange. Yeah, great. Let's try and get stuff sent to us that I can't eat because I'm allergic to orange. Oh, mate. Well, the, the other great thing that was really exciting was that Twirl have done an orange one as well. Oh, that's I nice, actually. I've had that. Yeah, I'm, I'm eating one now. Ooh. I'll tell you what. Actually, Terry's, Cadbury, send us some of your orange chocolate. It would make this show much more interesting for everybody and it'll be a great first time listen when i listen back to it I, i'm up for it paul i just don't want to like send you to hospital it's fine just <laughs> it? responsibility of it uh, that's fine let's get some uh, let's get some revels as well and give amj all the coffee ones yeah well, <laughs> it would just be like roulette <laughs> it, it is Russian roulette. If me and AMJ had a bag of Revels, because they've still got their orange ones, they've got the coffee oh. ones. If they still had the nut ones, we could have got Selma to play along. <laughs> you could take out most of this show with a bag of Revels. <laughs> How what proud do you feel? How... What are you allergic to, Critters? Uh, nothing. I, I, I don't like seafood, but I'm not allergic to it. I'm not really. Aller- I'm not allergic to anything. I ate seafood. So yeah, much. I I didn't eat it. You ate it. I didn't eat it. Oh. <laughs> See, there's the H missing again. Well, that's no, right, it's though, because it's that's one steps. less. That's one less member of steps. They haven't got to worry about overcrowding. Um, don't worry. I don't think they have to worry about overcrowding. No. <laughs> what are they? Uh, it's only four members. Reach by the stars. It's five members of steps, isn't there? Yeah, no, no, there's four. H is missing. Hey, hey, that's very good. Oh, I got a step counter the other day. It was great. It went five, six, seven, eight. I wrote two jokes this week. Uh, would you like to hear them? Oh, oh, go on, then. Uh, not many people know this, but pop stars and rock stars like to unwind by playing their favourite video game consoles. Uh, Phil Collins loves the Sega Genesis. Uh, That's and, uh, very nice. <laughs> it's very niche because it's the American Mega Drive. I realised that when I wrote it, but it doesn't work. Yeah. Or, or it just—it's just funny, then, isn't it? The idea of Phil Collins on a Sega Mega Drive. You can still yeah. get the Genesis over here. That, that was still available. Was it? AMJ, yeah. use it when you do the Conan O'Brien show. I'll do it. I'll open with it. Yeah. Even if he doesn't approach me, or, or, or hello, Adam. Nice to meet you, Conan. Phil Collins. <laughs> Just don't go onto the show like Joker did. I won't. I won't go on the show like Joker did. Especially uh, not the way he ended the show. You know what you get? You get what you deserve. Uh, I might do just to kind of spice it up a bit, <laughs> but not to that extreme. Uh, what was? Paul, oh, Paul right, hasn't got joke. a clue. Paul hasn't got a clue what's going on because he hasn't seen the film. Yeah, it's not an easy watch. No, no. You have to have uh, a strong stomach at places as well. So, but, hey, I've, I've, uh, the sort of things that I've watched, I probably shouldn't have done, especially when I was younger. Oh. We all watch Rosie and Jim. I just always thought, like, what is that old bloke's interest in those two rag dolls? Let's just oh. say they didn't start as puppets. oh it it needs to be known as like the dark one or something this podcast (laughs) the dark one it's it levels oh i've got another joke but it's nowhere near that 
Oh, and uh, Lionel Richie likes to play the Commodore 64. Hey, I like that one. <laughs> it, they're not, I'd never say them on a stage, but on the internet, I'm fine with that. I, Why not? I, I, I wrote a joke this week. Yeah? Ooh. Knock, knock. Who's there? Doorbell repairman. Doorbell repairman who? That, that was it. Oh, sorry. Oh, I ruined that, but I really like that. Um, some, some guy just assaulted me with milk, cream and butter. How dare he? <laughs> That's an old one of mine. That's about 10 years old. <laughs> just like uh, your sense of humour. Yeah. Some people progress and go and mock the week. Other people regress and go and mock the week. I was so excited when the hosepipe ban was lifted, I wet my plants. <laughs> I had a cup of tea when I wrote that joke. You should do, man. That's a good one. I'm just trying to see if I wrote any actual... I did the trolled one last week. Yeah. I went on a positive thinking course the other week. It was rubbish. <laughs> no, I've got, I've got nothing. No. I used to be attention-seeking, but just look at me now. <laughs> well, that's it. That's it. That's all I've written this week. Oh well, this has been this has been nice, but at the same time, like going to a golf's weekend retreat. <laughs> yeah, let's all go to Whitby. For Whitby. The golf weekender. I really want to go. Yeah, it should have been uh, last weekend. I think it was uh, a friend of mine. Uh, they they always they go up to uh, Whitby for the golf weekend uh, every single year and uh, yeah I'm sure it should have been they said it was going to be last weekend so yeah yeah there was no gathering of golfs because no more no gatherings of more than six people at the time what do you call a gathering of golfs is that like a gaggle of golfs <laughs> I don't know like... a nightmare of golfs I'm sorry chaps we're talking about how dark we've been tonight and I have I, I was just scrolling through Facebook <laughs> hey, hang, on. hang on, before we carry on A uh, a group of goths Is called a bat cave of goths A bat cave of goths I'm happy with that <laughs> I like it I like it uh, Anyway Paul, go on, go on I'm just sending something into our Skype um, Chat um, And we talk about how Dark things have got And this just popped up On my Twitter feed <laughs> what what why is that what is with that picture um apparently there was a competition of putting the simpsons in a famous moment and that's in dallas that's oh. a black limousine <laughs> oh there's a grassy knoll behind him <laughs> oh wow oh right i think that's about it for this week I think so. Shall we say bye, everyone? Goodbye, everyone. Good night. Sweet dreams. God bless. If you're woken up and this is the morning, have a great day at work. If you've just been laid off, I apologise. Go get them, And remember, (laughs) if you need to talk to someone, you can use calm, you can use other things, but most of all, what we're saying is a laugh. Tune in next week for something very special. Musical Insights.